All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong reporting the rolling pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. I will not be careful to defend an act of the Creator. That is God. But who among the dead and the living could think of a better creation than this? Active FM, this is the Void Show on Active. Oh my goodness, did you hear that? Sure. I, I feel so terrible after what just happened. I don't know if I'm going to recover from that. Yeah. Okay, where were we? Um, oh, welcome to the show. Well, I digress from that, right? <laughs> welcome to the show. This is the. Did I just want to repeat that again? Okay, um. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, and it's always a good thing to have you joining us, right? It's always a big thing to have you, uh, to want to be learning with us today. Um, well, last week we had an amazing show, right? Last week we, our show, you know, we were speaking about our cosmic address, early ideas of our cosmic address. And, uh, I mean, I, you know, think about it. It's one thing to be lost on Earth. And it's, it's another thing, which is a totally horrible thing to be lost in the universe, right? I mean, I'm pretty sure there could be something that's done, right? You can sort of just figure things out if you could wake up in the middle of nowhere, right? I mean, let's see, in a desert or something. But you're still on Earth, right? I mean, I know, I know, I know, right? But I'm sure, but I'm, you're on Earth, right? At least you're on Earth, right? So I'm, I'm pretty sure something could be done. I know, but like I hope, right? I mean, I hope, I hope, well, I hope, right? But I mean, imagine if you could just be waking up in the middle of the universe. Middle of the universe, I don't even know what that means. But like, imagine if you could wake up in the universe, like being lost in the universe. That's horrible. Horrible, totally horrible, right? So, I'm pretty sure you'd want to know what early people thought about our... Um, cosmic address right like where are we in the universe because it seems like pretty much you know everywhere we look in the universe there seems to be stars and galaxies and so there seems to be no end of the universe you know so if if i mean where are we in the universe horrible thinking hey yeah so so that's that's what we're going to be extending on today but the big question of today is could you think of a better universe than this I mean, could you think of a better creation than this? I don't know, but like, if, if you can, send us a text on WhatsApp, you know, WhatsApp line, send us a text and, and tell us your ideal universe, you know. <laughs> you have a better creation than this? I mean, I don't know. Like, let us know if you want to claim your price. Let us know, hey. Tell us on WhatsApp. Uh, don't be shy. Tell us. Otherwise, we're never going to know, right? We're never going to know. So um, speak now or forever hold your peace. Tell us, right? Um, I don't know. And if you have an idea, uh, not an idea, it should not be an idea, but it should be, uh, you know, a creation like God. I mean, uh, you don't want to look at this universe and say, okay, this is how my universe is going to be. Because you'd be plagiarizing when you're doing that. 
you'd be plagiarizing, you'd be copying God, right? You don't want to do that. So if, if, if you think you can stand up to the level of your creator, then I don't know. We we will we'll record it here on the Void Show. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the big question, and that's what we're going to be speaking of today. Um, I'm, I'm I'm so excited, and I hope you are. So stay tuned. It's all right, you get three types of people in life. You get the ones that are there, yeah. they're just there. You get the ones that are there with an agenda. Then you get the ones that are there that they're on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just got you. Oh, that was gangster. Then he looked at me and I was like, yes, I'm talking to yourself again. <laughs> again? Yeah. So then he was like, hmm, I hear as speaking, saying some other things. <laughs> you know the Mexicans can be yeah. very dramatic, yeah. like it's quite funny. And then like like in Ant-Man, so I need this dude and he told his aunt who told his sister and she was like, no dude, you need to go there, but you need to have an agenda. And then the other guy was like, no, but the agenda is... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like... Happy. Get three people in. <laughs> Get mother, father. Radio has never been better. So stay tuned. Beautiful. So great. Um, early ideas of our cosmic address. We want to go back in, in time to see what early philosophers thought about. Uh, Early philosophers thought about our universal address, okay? Our uh, solar system. Like in the universe, where are we? So these were some of the earliest ideas, okay? Um, you know, early early philosophers, they thought that Earth is not a planet. That's what they thought. And I'll tell you why they thought that. Well, when you look at the derivation of the word, or the term... Uh, planet, right? When you look at the derivation of that, and you want to take it to English, it means a wanderer in the heavens. Okay? It means a wanderer in the heavens. Okay? So, if you are on Earth, and Earth seems to be stationary, while everything else in the universe that's around it seems to be moving, it's 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 a bit difficult to conclude that Earth is also a wanderer in the heavens. Like Earth is also moving, right? It's a bit difficult to conclude that. That's why they thought Earth is not a planet, right? Which means wanderer in the heavens, which could which 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 would be something that would be said of other planets, right? Because I mean we're on Earth, and when you look in the universe, Mars, Jupiter, all the other planets and stars are moving they seem to be wandering in the heavens okay they seem to be wandering in the heavens right i mean but when you're on earth earth seems to be stationary it does not seem to wander in fact it seems to be pretty far away from the heavens right but stars planets seems to be wandering in the in the heavens because they seem to be moving right when you look at them in the night sky so it was pretty difficult for them to conclude that um Earth is actually one of the planets, right? But you're actually seeing everything from your viewpoint as Earth is actually one of the planets, right? Which is a wanderer in the heavens. So this is what they thought. They thought that Earth is not a planet, but whatever that Earth is, we know that Earth should be hung 
motionless, right? And we, we, we spoke about this. Earth should just be motionless at the very center of our universe. I mean, it looks like that, so why not think about that? Hey, why not think about that? So that's what they thought. They thought Earth is motionless and it's just at the center of the whole universe. So they believed that there's there's some sort of a sphere, you know, like a um, that, that there was some sphere. Okay, they believed that there's a, some sphere that surrounds Earth, right? There's like a Earth in the middle, and it's like a ball. You know, there's like Earth in the middle of the ball inside the sphere, and you have this big sphere that's surrounding Earth. And on that sphere, the moon, the stars, the sun, and all the other things that seems to be wanderers or in the heavens are attached to that sphere. And actually, it's this sphere that sort of revolves around planet Earth. So that's, 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 that's what they thought. They were like, okay, Earth is the center of the universe, and there's this sort of invincible sphere. They actually thought it's an invincible sphere right that's surrounding earth and 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 literally the stars the moon the you know everything that seems to be wandering in the universe because they all seems to i mean the wandering in the in the heavens right they thought okay stars should be attached to this sphere and this sphere is sort of rotating right because everything seems to be moving so they thought oh there must be some sort of a sphere where everything is attached to it and that's that's the thing that's moving Right, but as time went by, that theory of the universe could not explain certain things. It could not explain certain things, and this is one of them. It could not explain why planets do not move at the same rate across the sky. Right, it could not explain that. Right, because if, I mean, think about it, if, if, Everything, I mean, if Earth was the center of the universe and all the other celestial bodies are attached to a sphere that's surrounding us, right? So we are at the center and there's this big sphere. There's this big sphere that's surrounding us and everything that we see moving across the heavens is sort of attached, you know, it's sort of like plugged to this sphere. If it was like that and this sphere is sort of rotating, that's why things are moving then everything in the universe that we see moving across the sky would be moving at an even rate, right? In other words, it would be moving at what? It would be moving at the same time. But it was not. Because some celestial bodies, when you look at them in the sky, they move more rapidly than others. Right? They move more rapidly, more rapidly than others. I mean, you, you would know when we spoke about the discovery of, of um, what are the first asteroid, right? But that was a bit much more, uh, you know, later. You know what that guy would do, right? We spoke about that. He would look at a certain region of the sky and because he knows stars are moving at the same rate and, and you know, stars are not changing their relative positions. If there was anything that would sort of move, that is not, it's not a star. Okay. So... That theory could not explain things like this, okay? And an even greater mystery 
was that when they observed planets like Mars, they would occasionally sort of reverse that direction. You know, like for a moment, they would observe Mars, they would observe the orbital motion of Mars, and sometimes it would go eastwards, but then for, 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 for some time it would then reverse its direction, go westward, and go back eastward again. That's what would happen. And you know what we call that? We call, we call that um, the, the retrograde motion of the planets. The retrograde motion of the planets. I mean, um, if you think about the retrograde motion of the planets, how is it working? Why are we seeing planets reversing in the universe? You want to think of it like this. You have... So it's like you... If, if I'm going to be racing with you, and there's a sharp curve that we're going to have to, you know, to take... Not even a sharp curve, but just a curve that we can have to take. And I'm just moving with you and in my side. Um, or let me just say it like this. If, 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 if you're going to be moving much slower and I'm going to be moving much faster than you, and let's say you are just a bit further than me, right? We're both moving together. But then I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm coming a bit faster in your... I mean, I mean, you do this all the time, even when you're in your car, right? Uh, you see somebody moving a bit slower ahead of you and you're coming a bit faster as you approach them all of you are moving forward right but as you pass by them they seem to be moving backward right they seem to be doing that they seem to be moving backward and if there was a curve that you were gonna have to take you're gonna have to slow down right and if you slow down it seems like they're gonna again move a bit uh, forward again right because you, you slow down they're gonna move forward again coming towards you right so the retrograde is something like that even with the planets right it's the one that's moving maybe a bit slower than you and you're coming a bit faster you can move move it i mean uh, if you're behind it it sort of seems to be moving forward right but as you approach it as you approach it and you want to pass it by it would reverse the direction it would seem like it's going a bit backward again right but if, if, you if you turn at a curve, then it seems, it's going to seem like it's approaching you again, right? So it could not explain things like that, this theory of um, Earth being the center of the universe. It could not explain that, right? So you see in science, when, when things don't match up, you, it's either your, your theory is wrong or there's something missing in the theory. Okay, so they had to devise their theory and stuff, and, and they tried to come up with ways to explain why that happens, right? Their idea or their theory about the universe remaining. So they tried to come up with that, and and they, they, they tried to come up with, you know, epicycles, what we would call epicycles, and they, they thought that, okay, maybe every planet travel along some circumference, right? So it would be some line around the the sphere maybe you know each planet or you know every planet would travel along the circumference of a small circle the center of which traveled along the circumference of a larger circle right which would be the earth so they maintained that because they thought earth is the is at the center of a larger circle right so that idea prevailed for a very long time Right, so they held on that idea for a very, 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 very long time. For more than 
thousand years, right? People thinking that that's true, and Earth is still the center of the universe, up until like your uh, your 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 sixteenth century, about sixteenth century, maybe mid sixteenth century, up until that time, uh, where you have your your astronomers, your your Polish astronomer uh, Copernicus, Nicholas Copernicus. Have you ever heard of him? Um, who actually? Um, Sort of revived the idea that had that was first proposed by uh, uh, Aristarchus, right? Aristarchus, and and that was the idea that I mean, so 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 there was an idea. It was already there that Earth could not actually be the center of the universe, right? But maybe Earth is moving. Maybe Earth is the one that's moving as well. But they just sort of just you know put it under the mat and. And then Nicholas in the 16th century sort of revived that idea and he was like, um, no, 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 Earth is actually one of the wanderers in the universe, in the, in the heavens. And, and, and Earth and the other planets actually move around the, the sun. The sun is the center of the universe. That's what they thought again, which we now know that that's, that's, it's not true. But it was accurate to a certain degree, right? And that system of 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 of, of saying Earth is this is the I mean the sun is the center of the universe. It's called a heliocentric model, right? Helios in the Greek. Heliocentric theory, since it placed the sun at the center of the universe. Heliocentric model. Here's a song Excess Lava. This is a cover. And enjoy the song right after this. We're going to be continuing on our chat. Yeah. So unworthy, extremely undeserving My life was nothing close to perfect You said he was worth it How do you even love Miss you when I just keep rebelling You took my broken wretched soul Somehow you gave it meaning No longer undeserving The curse has made me worthy My high priest forever is the road that you have chosen And there's nothing that could ever make you love me less Cause me without Jesus, your love you I would love be a shell of nothingness too much, oh, too much, oh, excess love, oh. Jesus, you love me too much, oh, too much, oh, too much, oh, excess love, oh. Jesus, you love me too much, oh, too much, oh, too much, oh, excess love, oh. Your excess love, oh. Your love is kind, kind, yeah. Your love is patient. You feel my heart with so much peace and joy. No, no, no. 
Amazing grace. I've seen deaths of boys who were half my age. And though I grew up in the streets where we were once behaved, see, I always felt protected every single day. Because you built a hedge round about me and you never let me stray too far away from you. I broke your rules, I'm naked, I should hide from you. But you told me, son, I promise I ain't mad at you. I hate your scene, but I would always be in love with you. I was on the cross, and yeah, you know I took the nails for you. I'm black for you. There ain't nothing that I wouldn't do for you. And I don't want slaves, I just want to be a friend to you. So if you take my hands, I promise that I will walk with you. My love is unconditional. Don't you let them lie to you. Religion is a lie, it makes you feel like how your mouth for you. Rely your mouth for you, but not to hurt you and punish in any way. Loving you is what a mouth to do. Yeah. Excess Lava, a beautiful jam that is, it was playing on a radio station that is Active FM. Thank you so much for still tuning in. This is The Void Show and you are still listening to myself, me and I. Uh, on Active FM. As all of us keep saying, radio has never been better. And if you've just joined us now, we are speaking about, uh, you know, we are surveying the stars to our cosmic address, right? And um, we're going to end on, um, you know, what was done after these early philosophers. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, you, you know, the, there was then a heliocentric theory of, of the universe. There was then a heliocentric theory of the universe and you know in science you don't just propose things right but you 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 need to sort of put some effort to prove things right yeah um scientifically not intuitively right not intuitively not a not on your feelings right right but but there's, there's a process in science that sort of happens like scientific method so, I mean, it required an effort of a lifetime to actually prove the Copernican uh, heliocentric theory that the sun is actually at the center of uh, the, the universe. Uh, when you actually look way back in time, you find that your, 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 um, your, your Danish scientists like your Tycho uh, I think we've talked about Tycho before, right? Uh, your Danish scientists like your Tycho. Uh, these are the people that were, you know, involved in actually sort of proving these. And and you check there some of the history that they did. They made long and accurate series of observations of the planets, right? That would sort of just track down the planets and, and see how they move. They tracked their orbital motion, right? You see people like your, your Johannes Kepler. A lot of people know Kepler, right? Um, he was a German... Uh, you know, uh, uh, sort of disciple, Johannes Kepler, you know, um, he drew up laws of planetary motion that still hold true even today. Hmm? Kepler, 
So um, um, I'd, 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 I'd find a picture for you and, and I'll post it on our The Void Show page to see um, some of the work that, you know, your Kepler and your your Galileo, your, 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 your Tycho did, right? And, you know, Kepler did not only do that, but he, he also improved on, you know, like... People thought that planets sort of maintain a secular orbit around the sun, right? Uh, like, you know, people believe that Earth, I mean, the, the planets uh, move in secular orbits around the sun, right? Earth, the planets move in secular orbits around the sun. If, if it was that way, and, and if you could say Earth moves in say okay okay never mind but but uh, uh, what i was trying to say is that if you were going to say earth is not tilted and there's 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 this sort of circular orbit around the sun then we would not have seasons yeah you would not have you you'd not have seasons right so people maintained that idea that planets move in circular orbits around the sun. But when you, you know, and, and, and that belief, you know, I mean, for a very long time, it was that belief. When you check out, it, it led to some inaccurate, um, you know, predictions about planetary positions, right? Uh, because it, it, it was not like that in the first place. But, you know, when you look at what Kepler said, he was like, okay, now let's refine these theories. Um actually uh uh the, the the planets or the orbits of planets are not secular right they are not true circles but they are ellipses right you might just want to check what that shape is it's not a, it's not a perfect circle but it's sort of like an ellipse or so right and i mean you find that while kepler is still sort of you know discussing these theories sort of reinventing re refining these theories your Italian um, um, scientists like your Galileo, that's when the time they use their telescopes, right, um, to gather additional evidence to support their, uh, you know, the heliocentric, um, uh, the heliocentric theory of, of of the universe. You find that the telescope that, the, I mean, Galileo is one of the first people to, you know, have a telescope to actually even look at the, 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 the Jupiter moons, right, so, so his telescope also allowed him to see planet uh, the faces of uh, the faces of planet venus which proved that it orbited the sun not earth okay i mean we know galileo also saw the formings of jupiter right um and that was in accordance of kepler laws right so so the research that kepler and galileo did um it explained the structure and 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 the nature of you know the movement of planets around the sun right and 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 and, and I, can, I, can i tell you what neither even though they understood the motion they did not know the force that governed those motions they did not know the force that governed both they could know the motions they could track it down the orbital motion but they did not that they did not know the force that caused those motions, right? That force was obviously um, discovered a bit later by, by, by Sir Isaac Newton, right? It was about in, you know, uh, late um, 17th century, like a 1687 and stuff. 
the English scientist when he presented his universal laws of gravitation right so that's that's pretty much it for today this is where we're gonna end and 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 um, let's continue again next week right <laughs>